BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Hope everyone's having a great start to their hump day, humping someone they love, your dog, your man, your woman, your anyone. Your sister, your co-host. You, you say the word, Jackie, <laughs> and I can have it all arranged. Stay I can away. Clear the studio out. Give us some private time. We'll start playing Conjunction Junction. <laughs> What's your function? Nothing like a little incest humor before you've had your morning toast. It's like so twisted. That's us. Um, it's a big day. It's a big day. Let me tell you why. It's Wednesday, which is just like an important thing to acknowledge. Of course, we're getting over the hump. We're getting over the hump. We've got an amazing show for you guys. We've got stories, we've got Dear Toasters, we've got even an update from one of our previous Dear Toasters, so that's very exciting. But it's also the first, um, tonight is our first live show. We are doing, if you missed our Instagram announcement and our announcement on the toast yesterday, like if you missed both, like you're probably like not a toaster, but whatever. Um, We have a new show coming out. It's called Breaking Bread. It is a live show with Spotify Live. So if you want to listen tonight, the episodes are at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific time. If you would like to listen live, be able to write in the chat. We're going to be doing interactive games where we bring people up on the stage to talk. Um, You have to download the Spotify Live app, which is super easy. It's free. And then you just follow us, Breaking Bread. That's the name of our show. You can also, if you don't like, you know, you want to listen more passively, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen live on the regular app. And if you miss it, you can also listen later on this week whenever you want. So you can listen Spotify. live on both apps. But if you want to engage, interact, and be a part of the show, chat even, if you don't want to come up to the stage, you have to da- download Spotify live. And it's super easy to download. We're super easy to find. We're your verified queens. So join us tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm excited. I'm nervous. We've never done uh, well, we have, but like, you know, this is our first official episode of Breaking Bread. It's our first official episode of Breaking Bread. So for that reason, I'm very excited to get on with it. But we're live queens. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be just like an evening FaceTime with Jackson Claude. I know. We like, we pretty much do a Spotify live every single night. And every afternoon. In every midday. Yeah. So it'll be super fun. I'm really excited about that. So make sure you tune in. Tune in so you'll be hearing a lot of us today. Yeah, and that's just a gift from us to you. You're welcome. You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome. I saw something that I thought you might find interesting. Please share. I I saw something interesting too. I sent it to Olivia and she was like, I already knew that. Because she's like literally, nobody on the planet can know more about Moana than Olivia. Did you know that there's like a conspiracy theory about Moana? Mm. You know, let me just read it because I'm going to totally... People love to make conspiracy theories about Disney movies. And it's like these Disney writers really have thought of everything, all the backstories and everything. Olivia was sending me conspiracy about Beauty and the Beast, how like the Beast was cursed when he was 11. And it's like, 
Alan Menken didn't slip. He didn't get an EGOT to slip. Yeah. Okay, so this is a a theory a lot of people believe about Moana. You know how, like, she goes out, she gets caught in a storm, it's treacherous, and then, like, she's fine, and Dwayne Johnson is there? Yeah. So (laughs) Moana actually died in the storm at the beginning of the movie, and then Maui is her guardian angel who has tasked her to get to Tefiti, which stands for heaven in the movie. So the whole movie is basically about her journey to the afterlife. Which, honestly, I didn't think was, like, that crazy. No, it's not that crazy, but it's very sad. Mm-hmm. A young it's a tragedy. girl passes in the prime of her life as she's about to become queen. It's tragedy. Who will the crown pass to? I don't know. Interesting. Well, I read an interesting fact on one of those Link NYCs that are oh, God. so unnecessary, but they do put up some interesting facts, and, like, every quote about New York that's ever been said by anyone remotely relevant. So they also said... That there are just over 2,000 New Yorkers who are over the age of 100, according to the most recent census. Hmm. Isn't that an interesting factoid? Well, I don't trust the census because, like, most people just throw them out. No, but I feel like people respect the census. Hmm. Did I, you do it? I didn't get one. You could do it online. I think you probably did it. Well, I'm not going to um, perjure myself. Is that yeah. the right word? I don't think it's illegal not to do the census. It's just like... Well, if it's not illegal, then I definitely threw it out. But if it's illegal, I fully submitted it. I got it. Okay. Well, anyways. That's interesting. Is that more or less than you would have thought? I never thought about it. Me neither. I never thought about it. And this is a tough city. Mm -hmm. It must be even tougher if you're 100. Oh, I can't even imagine. Except you could, if you're technologically savvy, get everything to your doorstep. Yeah. Or if you have a a grandchild who respects you. Yeah. And is helpful. I'll never understand people who disrespect their grandparents. Not disrespect, but not like... Even if they're, like, nice to their grandparents, don't spend, like, as much time as possible with them, especially if they live alone. Like, girl. But I think it, you get to an age where you realize that. Unfortunately, yes. by the time we got to that age, all of our grandparents were gone. passed. Yeah, no, that's true. It's, like, a maturity thing. Yeah. But whenever I'm on TikTok, I, like, see these videos of, like, people's grandparents, like, begging them to hang out. And it is so that's fucking really sad. sad. It's Why like, are the grandparents on TikTok? T- no, no. No, sorry. The people, the grandchildren make TikToks, like, cute text my grandpa sends me. And he's like, bitch, he's literally begging you to hang out. Like, go. Get your ass over there. No, get your fucking ass up and take care of your grandparents. 100%. Some of us don't have grandparents. Seems like nobody wants to take care of their grandparents these days. That's exactly what I'm saying. I understand. Um, So what else do you want to kiki about before we start the official show? What's new with you? How's Harry? Talking about me, obviously. Yes, he does love his dear, dear auntie, but he is good. It was a busy morning, as it always is, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to show up and show out on a Wednesday. And you're grateful for the opportunity to be Harry's mom. Every day in every way. Our outfits today, while we're not matching, we are giving Cosmo and Wanda energy, even though you're like a little more purple than pink. Yeah, but maybe, you know, the lens is a little saturated showing me pink. And I just want to let you guys know that we are slick. Look at my hair. It's oily as fuck. (laughs) Show them the pomade. We're slick as fuck. We are slick. We literally have pomade on hand. That's how slick we are. And actually, you know what? We're slickening the studio down. We're slickening the studio down. And you're breaking the studio. I know. I dropped the pomade. I think it's fine. Okay. That shit is extremely durable. Oh, for sure. For sure. Chris Appleton wouldn't recommend it if he didn't. Yeah. So you're saying Kim uses this pomade? Do you ever think, like, are there a couple things in your life that, like, moments or experiences that you think of and immediately, like, physically cringe? A hundred percent. I would say on I my had li- one the other day. I was in the street, too, and I made a grimace, and I was like, I hope no one thought that was directed at them. I had one last night, but the one that I'm referring to now is the fact that, like, we interviewed Chris Appleton, and we looked like actual, like, beasts. Our hair was so disgusting. 
I was getting on a flight, so like I looked really we, bad. We both were getting on oh, a flight were we? for the CMAs. Oh, okay. And so we were spray tanned, like we were a couple of oompas. <laughs> yeah, we were like didn't want to put on makeup because we got fresh spray tans. We were like gonna have to hair and makeup like the next day, so we didn't even do our hair. And it's like the next day we looked like the most gorgeous queens that we've ever looked. That was blue dress, mm-hmm. like short blue dress for me. You wore sparkly silver sparkly silver like we were the most gorgeous we've ever been in our whole lives but the day before and that's what happens like when you get a spray tan it's really a journey before you take that shower and you look like this uh it's a low it's a you don't look great and so we were like you know what we'll hop on the plane from the toast so I'm not gonna like I'm gonna wear a low bun whatever and we looked like a couple of clowns. We looked like clowns. And like we're sitting here with this world-renowned man who's literally touched the hair of the most iconic women in pop culture, giving us his best hair tips. And he's like looking at us like, who booked me on this show? Because they're getting fired. Yeah. And it's like, why are these girls talking about glam? They clearly have no interest. Yeah, like, in the ma- they personally, what they is this, a podcast about science? They clearly have no personal interest in the matter. So that's like one of the top ten times. I was actually just thinking about that because it was Chris Appleton's birthday. And so mm-hmm. Kim posted like a bunch of pictures of them. And like they were so iconic. And it's really like Kim and Chris, like always doing it. And the other thing and about. And it's like we had our shot with him and we, we blew it. blew it. But the other thing about Chris Appleton is that he is literally so hot. Mm. It's just like you, you just don't expect that. Like mm-hmm. he's so so handsome and even more handsome in person. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. So that's the time we embarrassed ourselves. One of the many one times. Of the, there are so many and what's a little nerve wracking is you know there are going to be so many more. more. Yeah. More. More. <sighs> okay. Now you feel like feel, you're ready to dive in. I feel ready. I feel confident. I feel strong and I feel courageous. You have your swim cap on and you're ready to dive in. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive into the Fast Five stories. That you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Olipop. You guys know we love soda, and there's a new kind of soda that tastes amazing and is actually good for you, and it requires... No balsamic vinegar. That episode should have been brought to you by Olipop, but I'm glad that this one is. So it tastes just like soda, Olipop. It's like the ones you grew up with, but unlike other sodas that are full of sugar, corn syrup, and artificial ingredients like aspartame, Olipop has, is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. It is the fastest growing beverage, in functional beverage in America, and they have delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and their new flavor, which is the classic grape. You know we can't get enough soda here at the Morning Toast. And honestly, it's nice to switch it up with a healthy alternative that really tastes so good. It's much lower in sugar, Olipop, than conventional sodas. It has only uh, two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. There's no sugar added. And their vintage cola, which is a personal favorite of mine, has just two grams of sugar compared to regular Coca-Cola, which has 39 grams. All of their products are non-GMO. They're vegan. They're paleo. They're keto-friendly. And they have less than eight grams um, net carbs per can. They're so confident that you'll love their product that they offer a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through their website. So receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. We recommend trying the variety pack. It's a great way to test all of their delicious flavors. And you can get it at drinkolipop.com. So that's drink Olipop, O-L-I-P-O-P, dot com slash toast, or you can use the code toast at checkout to claim this deal. The website is drinkolipop.com slash toast, D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P, dot com slash toast. Olipop can also be found in over 8,000 stores across the country, like Walmart, Target, Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Publix. So if you're getting yourself a little pub sub, pick up an Olipop for the side. Mm. Today's episode is also brought to you by Thuma. 
Your bedroom deserves a refresh, and now is the perfect time to elevate the most important room in your home with Thuma. Thuma practices an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. With clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle enhancing details, Thuma provides proves that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication. So introducing their bed, the bed by Thuma. It is handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood. You'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design feature has Japanese joinery. It helps elevate any space, and it's super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable, and it's made to naturally minimize noise and create space. They also, obviously, they have the bed. They also offer other bedroom essentials to elevate your bedtime, like the nightstand, the side table, and the tray. They are perfect complements to the bed. So um, if you're looking for a bedroom refresh, if you spend a lot of time in your bedroom, you guys know we do. It is our home. It is our shower. It is our kitchen. Um, You deserve to treat yourself to a nice bed, make it look sophisticated, very Kim Kardashian. Thumo also works with One Tree Planted to plant one tree for every bed and nightstand sold. So all of their essentials are Green Guard Gold certified, and you can feel good knowing you're helping the trees. Create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home, with The Bed by Thuma. And now go to thuma.co slash toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of The Bed, plus free shipping in the continental U.S. Go to thuma, T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast. That's T-H-U-M-A dot co slash toast, thuma.co slash toast for that $25 credit. Thank you, Claudia. I have one thing to say. Thuma. Thuma, 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 let me be your Thuma. Thuma, 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 let me. When you say Thuma like a bunch of times, it starts to sound weird. Thuma. Yeah, no, it sounds like I have a lisp. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Not that we're making fun of people with lisps. No, but I used to have the craziest. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I guess I can say that. You know? Wait, let's talk about that. Let's dive in. I let's totally lispio. forgot you have to, you used to have the biggest lisp. You did like speech pathology, right? I did right? speech therapy, yeah. And um, I worked my way out of it. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Yes. I have like a vivid memory of like us being really young. I think you had like just started those speech classes and we, we were all in our parents' bed and you like were doing it. And I was like, look, I can do it. Yeah, bitch, because you don't have a lisp. Like <laughs> Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Thanks, Claudia. Do it. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. It's Gorgeous. really not an issue anymore. No, I but to- it's a unlocked throwback. memory. Unlocked, unlocked yeah. core memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Those Thuma. are the days. Thanks, Thuma. 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 That Thuma. memory is brought to you by Thuma. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing families together. Our first story. Halsey compares Adam Sandler's daughter's craziest bat mitzvah to Coachella. The Sandlers know how to party. Just ask Halsey. The singer who performed during a bat mitzvah for Adam Sandler's 13-year-old daughter, Sunny, back in May, compared the celebration to uh, California's iconic Coachella Music Festival. She said, first of all, it was the craziest craziest bat mitzvah I've ever seen in my life, she told Jimmy Fallon during uh, the guest appearance on The Tonight Show. Quote, as you would expect from Adam Sandler, it was like, I mean, it was like Coachella. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, you guys booked me. I was really honored. Halsey said it felt like a full circle moment. They used to watch Adam Sandler movies all the time. Okay, so I didn't even know Adam Sandler's daughter had a bat mitzvah, but I'm like obsessed with this story. Um, 
the fact that it was like the biggest extravaganza Coachella like makes perfect sense like mm-hmm. name a more famous Jew eight crazy nights like Adam Sandler is literally like our spokesperson and he's like one of the few Jewish celebrities who's like really proud of his Judaism like he's always talking about it it's in his movies like yeah so he's our leader he's our representative and the fact that his bat mitzvah his daughter's bat mitzvah was a blowout like is exactly what our community needed and I'm extremely grateful yeah, I agree. I didn't even think about it in that way. It's like if Adam Sandler isn't having the biggest, baddest bat mitzvah, then who is? Right. If Adam Sandler's not Kid. getting Halsey right. to perform, who is? No, I love this story so much. I love that Halsey respects Adam Sandler. And I just am upset I wasn't invited. And I wish, like, obviously she's not going to blow up the details, but I kind of want to know more. Like, was it in Manhattan? What was the venue? Like, yeah, it, I would love to know. I also like, just have to say one thing, because I was seeing, like, this video that was stalling on the link page, and I was scared that for what it meant, and I just Googled it quickly, and it is what it seems. Charlie Puth also performed at the bat mitzvah. Okay, the thing is, is that, like, I'm sure Adam Sandler didn't choose the guests. His mm-hmm. 13-year-old daughter did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely upsetting. Like, you, obviously, I was riding a high, like, so excited <laughs> about this story, and you just ruined it. Yeah. Um, but I can move past it, because in the name of Judaism, for God, you know? I can move past it. A hundred percent. And also, Jennifer Aniston made a guest appearance, which makes sense, because they are, like, the dynamic rom-com duo. Okay, wait. So I actually saw Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore do this, like, cute skit on Jimmy Fallon talking about, like, rom-com husbands and, like, how Adam Sandler is Drew Barrymore's rom-com husband. Who do you think blended 51st Dates? Okay. Who do you think is, like, Adam Sandler's go-to rom-com wife? Is it Jennifer Aniston? Or is it Drew Barrymore? I think it's Jennifer Aniston because they did um, Just Go With It. They did that recent one about murder on the train. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing another one. Mm -hmm. And when he won a big award recently, or she won a big award recently, I think Jennifer Aniston won the award. He introduced her. It was Mm. like at the MTV Movie Awards, Mm. and he wrote this like whole long thing. I thought that that was his partner. Just like like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, just like Bradley Cooper and Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, no, I think Adam Sandler's kind of like like a man whore when it comes to leading ladies. I guess you could have more than one, but especially when you do as many movies as Adam Sandler. And I, but I personally think I prefer Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, which is surprising for me now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I actually the the types of movies that Adam Sandler does with Jennifer Aniston I've never seen I've never seen Just Go With It I don't think I've ever seen Just Go With It too is there a second one no you've never seen the one where he's the dentist and she's pretending to be his wife no like Brooklyn Decker wife yeah no I've never seen it it's pretty premium no okay maybe I'll add it to my list I've also never seen the murder ones not bad so um I'm more leaning towards Drew Barrymore even though like when I think of I don't know. Well, you know what? It kind of works because it's like maybe Jennifer Aniston's the first wife and then Drew Barrymore's the second wife and then, and then they have to blend. Yeah, blend. And then they blend. Have you ever seen the Drew Barrymore-Ben Stiller movie, The Duplex? No. It is the most random movie. I don't think it was very popular. I saw it one time on cable years ago and now whenever it's randomly on, I watch it. It is probably the funniest movie. It's so underrated. Let me just tell you hmm. the premise. Hmm. So they're like this young married couple so in love and they're looking for a house to buy and they end up like getting this amazing price for this sickening duplex um, in this building. And like the only other tenant in the building is like this really sweet old lady. It's like literally a dream come true. And as it turns out, it's like a setup that this old lady is like this evil. It's I don't want to spoil it. It's the and 
they thought they bought their dream home and they end up like so miserable. It is the best movie. If you've ever seen Duplex, like, you know, you know. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. I'll watch Just Go With It and you watch Duplex. You will literally love it. Like this old lady. You're just, it's so good. Oh, I can't wait. I can't sing the praises enough. If we ever brought back Toast Movie of the Week, that's like one of my underrated films. If we ever brought it back. Which we're not, so. No, I don't think so. So don't get excited. <laughs> uh, also, another rom-com couple that I like is Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel. Yes, that's extremely good. Because they good. were in Bad Teacher, which is the best movie. If you haven't watched it, you might be new here if you haven't watched mm-hmm. it. And you must. You absolutely must. But then they were also in Sex Tape, which stunk. Yeah. Which freaking stunk. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, let's think. What are other rom-com couples? Like people who are always doing shit together. I feel like for a while it was like Katherine Heigl and like someone. She didn't have a one. No, she got everyone. Gerard Butler, Josh Duhamel. James Marsden. James Marsden. James Marsden is so cute. He's everything. Who, what is your favorite James Marsden role on the count of three? Oh, hold on. I mean, this is hard. Is it Hairspray? I said on the count of three. I know, but that's what you're saying, right? Quinny Collins, yeah. Yeah, but also Enchanted. Yeah, that's good. So, For so the much- latest, greatest Baltimore sound. Oh, every afternoon when the clock strikes four. A crazy bunch of kids crash through that door, yeah. So throw up their coats and leave the squares behind. And you can shake it, shake it, shake it like you're losing your mind. You ever see them round? They're the nicest kids in town. Ooh. Roll call. I'm Amber, Chad, <laughs> Mikey, Vicky, Shelly, Vicky, Becky, <laughs> Darlene, Charlene, and, and I'm Link. Brrr. No, wait. And I'm Tracy. <laughs> I fucking love Hairspray so much. And I love like the most recent one. We've, we've done literally whole episodes yeah. about how no movie on planet Earth has ever been better casted than the most recent version of Hairspray, Amanda Bynes. Not live. Not live, no. Amanda Bynes, Michelle Pfeiffer, Queen Latifah, like... Could it be better? No. Ariana Grande. Oh, no. Zach sorry. Efron. I'm sorry. Not Ariana Grande. No. Amanda Bynes was a better yeah, yeah, Penny yeah. Pendleton. Yeah. Zach Efron. James Marsden. James Marsden. It's mm-hmm. literally so star. John Travolta. Christopher Walken. It is so star-sided. Honestly, I can't get into it. But like, no. if I was in college, I would write a paper on it. But that just like gave me a serotonin burst. I don't know about you. That fucking song from that. Oh, every afternoon when the clock strikes full. It is like, I've never wanted to live in the 60s, but I'm like, I could fucking do it. Like mashed potato my my ass all over town. We could be on the Courtney Collins show. (laughs) Courtney! By the way, would you rather be on the Courtney Collins show or Shake It Up Chicago? Because they're literally the same show. Oh. I don't know. So good. Good question. Good question. Like my dream really is to play Tracy Turnblad in some sort of production. Because I know the song's like so well you you are to tracy termlad what tracy termlad was to the corny Collins show yeah like, like an aspiration back and forth knows all the dances yeah i fucking love that movie so good watch that guys. there's not a bad song mm. actually <laughs> when michelle pfeiffer seduces christopher walking in the toy shop bad fast song. forward fast forward yeah Okay, now I feel ready for our next story, which I'm glad you chose as you did choose four out of the five because it gives me a chance to talk about something else. Hailey Bieber's beauty brand is officially here. Get a first look at Rhodes' debut skincare products. Hailey Bieber has officially joined the ranks of celebrities with their own beauty brands. On Wednesday, the model introduced Rode, a minimalist skincare label that shares the model's middle name. 
touted in a press release as providing affordable, luxurious products with thoughtful intention that deliver gentle, effective skincare to invest in yourself for the long haul. Her five SKU offering will be sold direct to consumer via its own website, roadstickin.com. Roadstickin.com. Roadstickin.com slash toast. <laughs> I wish. Is that the end of the story? Um, do you want to hear more about the products? No, no. Three I looked it lip up. bombs, a serum. I looked it up this morning because I wanted to purchase, cream. but it's not out till 2 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, you set your alarm? No. Like, if it's meant to be, I'll... I'll be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm glad for Haley. I mean, she does have wonderful skin and affordable skincare. Like this, this is a vibe for sure. But I do want to talk about the fact that I got the SKKN by Kim PR package. I need to talk about it because I haven't yet. Okay, go. Um, it's amazing. So <laughs> I got the new skin PR package. First of all, the package itself came in this so gorgeous, sick. huge tote. Like, girl, never needs a beach bag again. Thank you, Kim. It came with custom robe slippers and one of those skin Why custom? It says your name? Skin. It says skin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, no, sorry. I was just confused. Um... You know, you're making it sound like shit. No, 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 no. I was like, oh my God, they give you literally one with your name? No, it was like custom for skin PR. Sick. I don't know if you could buy them. So you Actually, definitely you can. Maybe you can, like the headband thing that you It's do. probably Skims. Skims for skin. Yeah. And so it, as we know, it's a nine-step routine. It's very um, much a higher price point, And I wasn't sure if I was going to try it. But my skin has been really bad since I gave birth. And it hasn't I, been really bad. It's just been different. It's been different a lot because I'm not sleeping a lot. Like, yeah. I feel like if I got, like, 12 hours of sleep, a lot of it would clear up. But I don't have that option. So I have a lot of redness, just, like, irritation, not very hydrated, you know, dull. I'm not the girl I used to be. You'll get Times there. Times are changing. So I was really excited to try a nine-step routine that, like, maybe could help me and it was amazing every product I really enjoyed I watched the video of Kim doing it so I knew what order to use things in because it definitely has to go in order you know I found that extremely helpful because I'm always like what the fuck order serum cream cleanser I'm like what are we doing usually I know that it goes oil actually like when I use Sunday Riley's vitamin c trio yeah. it's oil serum cream but yeah. for Kim the oils were last now hmm. that I think about it the serums were second hmm. Very interesting. Very, very. Uh, I loved it. Some of the the standout products, the exfoliator yeah. was one of the most gorgeous exfoliators I ever used. The beads were so tiny and it smelled so good. I most of the other things, it. I think that you should. Yeah, because you've not mentioned it twice. And I love, I think an exfoliator is like the key to having smooth skin. Yeah. And I use like an Olay Henriksen one, which is fine. Uh-huh. But... I'm ready for a new one. It was really nice. And the other products didn't have fragrance. I don't know what the smell was, but it was just like really nice wafting in my shower. Everything else was really good. The eye cream, the cream, the night oil. I used it two nights in a row, but then I got a spray tan, so like I, then I couldn't use face product. But I've really been enjoying it. And I, th I imagine that like Kim does use it because it's good stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. And then after I tried it, I was like, I didn't, couldn't remember a world before skin wow. you know yeah that's huge you know when that happens of course like before i tried it i was like hmm do we need this now i'm like who who said that do you think we who need road i think someone needs road yeah because you want to know why like and i'm not sure if you know this because i literally spend my entire life on tiktok but like Haley bieber is so influential in terms of like looks and yes, skin and makeup and glam like and in not in an intentional way. I just think she's really herself and like wears things and does looks that she wants. And it's people are always like 
seeking inspiration from her. Yeah. So I do think she's the perfect person to do something like this. And I really do like that it's affordable because if you think of her, her like hardcore followers, it's like a lot of Justin followers. So it's young people. And I think the affordable aspect of it is really great. I wasn't like totally blown away by the packaging. It was kind of like boring, but that really doesn't matter. Yeah. When it comes to skincare, it's like what's in, it's on the inside that counts. That is true. Also, yeah, I think that she is that girl. She does have great skin, but also her skin is like young and it doesn't need crazy heavy lifting. So I think just like affordable skincare that reminds her young fans, like moisturize your face, take your makeup off. You'll thank yourself in the long run. Right. I don't think it's for someone who might struggle with their skin. Yes. In terms of acne. Who's like back and forth with rosacea. Right. I don't think it's that. I just think for like basic hygiene and maybe she'll, you know, elevate because it's a small collection to start. And it's like three lip, it's five products and three of them are lip balms. Right. So I lip think it's a great idea. Fun. I think the branding has been really good. I really like the name. I'm just like not crazy about like the packaging is giving very like clinical like yeah vibes. Yeah. And I said that I, I wasn't crazy about Kim's packaging because I didn't know if it would match my bathroom, which by the way it does. And like I like that it's minimal. Like I'm tired of having like a lot of ugly, Colors. dumb crap in my house. No, I have like an acrylic tray slash holder to put all my sink things in so that's like my cleansers my skincare toothbrush toothpaste pumice stone like just everything in one little thing and it is so ugly like every time I walk into my bathroom I want to literally throw the whole thing in the trash it's just like disgusting yeah so I'm happy for road I hope you try it let us know what you think yeah no if I if I find myself like available at 2 p.m eastern time um I'll get into it thanks get into it yeah it's available it's available now. now Oh, okay, at 8 a.m. So, I'm not okay. Okay, so I get my, into it then. I got my road skincare. Um, here, I guess I could do this later. Okay, a peptide glazing fluid. Like I don't know what that is. I'll tell you. It's touted as the dewy hydration layer and the hybrid serum gel designed to hydrate skin as well as instantly illuminate it for a glazed finish. I could just get the whole kit, but like dead ass. Like, this would be just for research. It would have to be business expense because I literally don't need any of this. I certainly don't need three lip balms. Such as salted caramel and watermelon slice? Like, I really don't. No, you don't. I'll look into this later. Okay. Because, honestly, I'm not in the mood to spend $100. I understand. Are you ready for our next story? No. Mm. Yes. The next story is brought to you by the new Starbucks Baya Energy Drink. With caffeine naturally found in coffee fruit, it's energy that's good. It's a beverage that's crafted from caffeine naturally found in coffee fruit, as well as antioxidant vitamin C. It includes three delicious flavors, mango guava, raspberry lime, and pineapple passion fruit. It is a refreshing fruit-flavored boost of feel-good energy in a way that only Starbucks can deliver. Each 12-ounce, 90-calorie can contains 160 milligrams of caffeine, and if you're looking for a way to get your caffeine fix and coffee is not not your vibe like for me I don't drink coffee but every now and then you need a nice pick-me-up check out the Starbucks Baya energy drink we actually have them in studio they're really good I really like the mango guava um and it's just a fabulous thing to keep around Starbucks Baya energy drink is available online at grocery stores convenience stores and gas stations nationwide thank you Starbucks Baya energy drink for sponsoring this important next story important next story that I love so much Shaquille O'Neal pays the tab for the entire restaurant after a date with a mystery woman 
The retired basketball star, who is now a sports analyst, arrived to Chelsea Hotspot Ulan Club with a mystery woman around 8.30 p.m. By the end of the night, he was footing the bill for the entire eatery. Spies told Page Six he popped in with the unidentified woman, whom he was overheard describing as my date, and ordered Beijing chicken, shrimp tempura, and the restaurant's signature chicken satay. She did all the ordering, an insider told Page Six. After their meal, he proceeded to buy dinner for the entire server team, and to top Aww. that off, he paid for everyone's check who was dining at the restaurant. Oh my God. He wanted to keep his generosity a secret from fellow diners. He asked the staff not to mention that he was paying the bill for over 40 tables until he ref- left the restaurant, according to the source. They're told the bill amounted to well over $25,000 in checks. They said he was also extremely generous to the restaurant staff. He left them the biggest tip they've ever received. Plus, if you want to get even more PJAM, a rep for him did not get back to page six when they reached out about the expensive date night because he, he really didn't want people to know. He's an anonymous charitable Donor. king, which is the best kind of charity. Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, I hear about this happening a lot with like, especially with athletes who make like insane money. And I just want to know like why I've never been in the restaurant when that happens. Like right. I would love for my meal to be picked up, but not to, <laughs> not to make this about me, but just, just once I'd like to be there. The second thing is, like, this is my favorite thing that celebrities do. Like, go into grocery stores. Like, it is so... And honestly, even if they're doing it for publicity, it doesn't bother me because it's still so nice. No, and there's so many things you can do for publicity. So to choose that one, more people should. Yeah, I just... I love it. I love Shaq. But it does make me think about, like, dating Shaq. Oh, because it makes me think about adding him to our list. Yes. Because... Shaq and Khloe Kardashian. <gasps> That's good. Yeah. I feel like they're also around the same age. Yeah. Like maybe he's like a little bit older. And like he was an athlete and obviously that's of interest to her, but now he's a sports analyst. He's a businessman businessman. Beau. And I think that's probably a blend of what Khloe needs. Wait, that's such a good call, first mm-hmm. of all. And also like it it takes an extraordinary woman, I think, physically, to be with Shaq. I mean, he must weigh. 400 pounds he's like seven feet tall he is so wide he's so muscular i (laughs) i can't even imagine what it's like to like roll around in a bed with Shaq. it must be overwhelming honestly yeah um i want to see like he just got divorced in 2011 and she was i believe tiny yeah well everyone looks tiny next to him that's true really cute couple he's so cute like i literally die for Shaq. Ben yeah. is always watching that show, NBA on TNT. Mm-hmm. We're like him and Charles Barkley and the other two irrelevance. Irrelevant <laughs> uglies. <laughs> they just like kiki and like make fun of him. And it is like. That's really what sports shows are. Zach watches two every single day and they play in my mind. And the, one of the ones that he watches is like three hours because it's a podcast. Ooh. It's uh, The Herd with Colin Cowherd. And he, this man does not stop talking. There's a girl on the show too. So it's like a nice dynamic. But then the other one he watches is. PTI. You ever listen to that one? No. These two. What does that stand for? Pardon the interruption. I think it's part of my take. No, that's the Barstool podcast. It's oh. PTI. It's pardon the interruption. That's weird that there's two spots that are pardoning themselves. Sports podcasts that are pardoning. And pardon isn't even like a sports term. Not at all. It's not like it's goal, you know? Yeah, no, but it's PTI. And the two of them, they really kiki. And like Zach's been watching it since he was like in middle school and like. He loves them. Yeah, no. And I guess that's how people feel about the toast. Oh, my God. Totally. So, yeah, Ben loves NBA on TNT. And, like, they're just always, like, goofing around. Like, they make so much money to literally sit there and, like, do nothing. I mean, I guess 
it's a job, but like they're just like kikiing, like literally just giggling and and it's actually so good. And I don't really even like to watch basketball, but I don't mind like the Shaq moments because you know Shaq has has that quality. He's got the Ben factor. He's got this like star quality. And I feel like it really translates behind the scenes. He's obviously like a really nice, generous guy. And I just wanted to find a nice girl to settle down with. And it's Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. And they need to go on a date. So if you're one of those like publicist cupids, make it happen. Yeah, publicist cupids. Yeah. Also, the only thing about the sports shows is like they have the same conversation over and over again. Yeah. And it's giving like E pre-show because they predict what's going to happen in a game. And it's like... Can we just watch the game and, and then talk about what happened? No, if I was ever president, which you would all be so lucky to have, um, there would be a rule like outlawing pre-shows for major events. Like <laughs> people just sitting around guessing what they think is going to happen at an award show, what people are going to wear, or how many points the other team is going to score is mind-numbingly stupid and it is a waste of everyone's time and energy and resources. And I think collectively as a society, it makes us dumber. Yeah. So that would be first day in office, banning that. Second day in office, all public water fountains serve Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. And Third day in office, your vice president, me, bans the tortilla challenge. Oh. One of the dumbest things I've ever participated in my life. And if people took the time they spent on that to, I don't know, think about other things, even if it was just to sit in silence and look inward. There's a challenge meditate. going around on TikTok called the Tortilla Challenge. I made Jackie do it yesterday. And while she is shit-talking it now, we had such a good time. And people are loving the content. So it's literally not that deep. No, but the fact that people are going around making videos like that, watching videos like that. You'll just that, never understand us. You'll never understand and us. And I never want to. Okay. And if I almost came on TikTok, you sent me something yesterday, and I said, this is going to be the thing. That to gets get you me back to TikTok. on TikTok. I don't remember what it was. I think it was one of the Scala girls, like, sharing, um... Oh, yeah. Like, home design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That could have gotten me there, but then, unfortunately, the tortilla challenge set me back. Set you back. Okay. Um, love what Shaq. What are we talking about? Shaq. Shaq. Was oh, and pre-shows. Yeah, so yeah. that's because what I also, do. it's like, even if you're right, even if you say the amount of points they're going to score or what dress, you know, someone's going to wear on the red carpet. We don't care. What did you win? Right. What did you get? Right. I guess if, but if you could predict things like that, especially with points scored, you could make bets. Yeah. I just think it's so dumb. Beyond. Period. Period. I have ready to move on yeah. to our next story because Gina Kirschenheider has been accused of pushing her boyfriend, Travis Mullen, down the stairs by ex-wife. Also in this picture, Gina's wearing the dress that Margot wore to her birthday oh. party so that was just really distracting me and I yeah. needed to get that out here so. are the details Gina Kirschenheider allegedly pushed her boyfriend Travis Mullen down the stairs during a fight that broke out at their Orange County home Travis's ex-wife Megan Mullen made the accusation in court documents obtained by page six she claims a physical altercation occurred around April in front of the, for the <gasps> former couple's 10 year old daughter Presley so Travis's daughter right and obviously Travis's ex-wife was there like probably picking up or dropping off the daughter yeah late at night the children started hearing loud noises Presley went out of the room to investigate Travis was yelling that Gina was an alcoholic <gasps> Megan alleges in the court docs Presley witnessed Gina push Travis down the stairs banging his head on the wall and throwing hairs and pictures off the wall Megan alleges in the docs that she instructed her kids to call the police if this ever happens again though cell phones are allegedly not allowed at Travis and Gina's home all three children have expressed to me says Megan that they are not allowed to call me during his visits hmm? 
In addition to the alleged physical incident, Megan also states that she, she is concerned about Gina's behavior in drinking. The kids tell me that sometimes when they wake up in the morning, she'll be asleep with an empty bottle of wine and a glass next to her. A source close to Gina tells Page Six that these allegations are completely false. Quote, these claims are without merit. This is a false narrative that Megan is trying to paint about Gina, who is a domestic abuse survivor. Okay, so there's so many interesting like things that have happened to Gina that now like feel really relevant. Like she had a DUI mm-hmm. and the way she described it was that she was at a Lula row party. Right. <laughs> and she like had wine and like forgot. And so she drove and like, I guess when she said that, like I actually did believe her, but hearing this, it like, it just does feel like a relevant it thing. Back to that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and what's so crazy is that Gina has in her previous marriage been a victim of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, really crazy. This is really crazy. And the reason why these docs were filed were in response to Travis's request for an emergency investigation into claims that uh, the ex-wife was unlawfully keeping the kids from him. She alleges it's actually the kids who are refusing to visit with him. So, I mean, the, I mean, if you if your kids were spending time with your ex-husband woman, and a woman who you believe to be an alcoholic dangerous. and is physically abusing your ex-husband, so uh, is allegedly abusive i don't know any mom that wouldn't right are the kids witnessing it but you're gonna have them in the same i goodbye yeah no i don't know any mom that would like willingly happily fork her kids over to a situation that sounds so toxic yeah that is so crazy and i i feel like gina had like a really rough like one or two years with the dui the divorce and the domestic violence case and like the last two years have been like renaissance gina newman casita the whole thing and this is just like bringing her back Mm -hmm. but like maybe gina is like extremely toxic yeah because that's what it sounds like this is like kind of crazy this is really crazy and like i guess i could also see a world in which like this ex-wife like is jealous of gina and like made up these lies i could see that like wants full custody of her kids so she's gonna you know say say anything about this woman who does have a his, a DUI right. in the past and is a public figure so this all comes to the forefront and and becomes co- a bigger deal right so yes that's true things. I could see that being possible too but I don't know, know. I don't what really... woman would quote her kids in this way but I don't know this said, woman at all that's a thing I, I, like I, yeah she could be nuts yeah but I don't know it sounds like a lot of what she's saying like harks back to things that we know about Gina yeah this is a crazy story mm-hmm I hope Gina's okay because it doesn't sound like it. No, and I hope the Travis kids. is okay. Oh, right. Went Sorry. Downstairs. Yeah, that's and crazy. And I hope the kids are okay. The kids. We shall see. We shall see. Our fifth and final story, a little nostalgic news. Are you mm, ready for yeah. it? Microsoft's Internet Explorer browser is officially donezo. I heard about this. Internet Explorer, the once popular web browser from tech giant Microsoft, has died. The software program was 26, younger than your girl. Internet Explorer, also known as IE, nobody called it that. Uh, Not a soul. Question mark? Question mark variety. Mm -hmm. Is survived by Microsoft Edge, the browser the company launched in 2015 that very few people use. Thank you for the honesty. Um, The company had previously announced that it would cease support for Internet Explorer on June 15th, 2022, today, touting the supposed superiority of Edge. Not only is Microsoft Edge a faster, more secure, and more modern browsing experience than Internet Explorer, but it is also able to address a key concern, compatibility for older legacy websites and apps. Why not just... Rebrand. Like, why did there have to be two? Why couldn't Internet Explorer get a rebrand? Just get the tech that Edge has. They can even change the name. Like, I like the name. We're exploring the internet. Why not? It's really, it's extremely nostalgic. Like that big E, blue E logo with like the yellow ring around it. Like that's iconic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And this is just like, this is part of growing up, you know, losing loved ones. Yep. Even though I haven't used Internet Explorer probably in 25 years. No, but it did just unlock a memory. I know. Like paint. What was that game with the... With the... With the gray squares and you'd like click and not get the bomb? Click and... I don't know. It's not Minecraft. Icy Tower? Minesweeper. Minesweeper. Icy Tower. Icy Tower was a Mac thing. Icy Tower was so fun. Oh my God. Miniclip.com. Aqua Energizer. Uh, Acnos Energizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Aqua, the water version. Good times. Oh my God. Good times. Uh, Oh, oh, what was that? Wacky Packs? Do you remember Wacky Packs? Like those cards there that, was, Yeah, there wasn't an internet thing. Yes, there was. There was a website. Me and Margo were obsessed with it. You would do like wacky pack like games and like it was so fun. Damn. Yeah, it used to be lit. Those were the days. You I kids was never, will never know. You're too busy slapping each other with tortillas. You'll never know the joy of reaching a new level in Acnos Energizer. No, you'll never know of reaching a new high score in Icy Tower. Ugh. Oh, that little guy. He was Flipping. crazy. He was bouncing off the walls. Yeah, but Icy Tower is not the same era as the because i played icy tower like in high school on my mac you would download it i remember snood yeah i know i icy tower i think lasted like a long yeah a long while it evolved mm-hmm. remember xmodo no nobody remembers xmodo the it was like a a mac game the man on the on the bicycle xmodo you play a lot more games than i do like yeah. something has to be like you know, I'm, I'm like a front a fun free spirit brick breaker in order for me to play it yeah 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 you know yeah you, you remember Snood? Yes. Snood and I, and I remember Acnos Energizer. Acnos Energizer. When you think of Snood, what do you think of on the counter? I don't think of anything. You don't think of Olivia Ashray? No. She was Snood Queen. No. Oh my God. And then, of course, there's LimeWire. Oh, of course. There's Napster. Napster. That was like a little bit before my time. Oh, those were the days. Like, I would, I would hand over my iPod to, like, you were Olivia and be like, hook it up. Yeah. And then whatever trash you guys were listening to, like, I was obsessed with. We've always been music curation queens. I'm not going to lie. It's true. You know? Making up dances. Making up playlists. Gotta make up a dance. That's what TikTok is. I guess. But, like, nothing will compare, like, making up a dance of moves like you saw in movies and stuff and then, like, doing it for your parents in the living room. Yeah, and being a star. Yeah, and, like, getting a camcorder out. Yeah. Those were the days. Like, everyone wants to film you. Literally, like, But these paparazzi. days the kids get filmed. Well, first of all, they learn dances on TikTok, and two, their parents film them 24-7 with their iPhones. No, it's, like, too much. It's not, like, a big deal. It's, I think it's actually a bigger deal when your parents don't film you, and they're going to go, like, am I not cute enough am today? Am I not important? Did I not shine today? Totally. Was that the Where's big- that phone? Was Where's that, the, that phone? The fifth and final? That was the fifth and final. <sighs> Goodbye, Internet Explorer. Thank you for the memories. You will be missed. End of an era. Okay. Um, the show's not over. I don't want you to cry or start sweating. It's going to be okay because it's your toaster's time, which is our advice segment. If you ever want advice from your girlies, every Wednesday we do a segment called Dear Toasters. You can write in your submission, whatever problem you're having, whether it's work-related, hygiene-related, friend-related, Deartoasters at gmail.com. We'll keep your name anonymous, of course, and we'll do our best to dole out some pretty good advice. Yeah, we do our best. And we've changed some lives, so. So watch your mouth. So, yeah. And Dear Toasters is brought to you by Favor, previously the Pill Club. Favor is a digital health company that sees the whole you from birth control and sexual wellness to skincare and menstrual care, all backed by medical experts. So the Pill Club is now Favor, and Favor offers professionally prescribed birth control subscriptions and sexual wellness products delivered straight to your door. Favor carries over 120 FDA-approved brands that ship to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid, and otherwise their prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. Favor 
delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. Their licensed medical team is just a text away to provide you with the care that you deserve so you can sign up for birth control in just five minutes and skip the office and the waiting in line at the pharmacy and get treated right. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash toast, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Morning Toast listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's heyfavor.com slash toast to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, it's heyfavor.com slash toast, and you must use that link to get the donation. Thank you. So we have two submissions and one update from a girly um, who wrote in a few weeks ago. So our first submission, hello, Jax, Claude, Bryce, and Strice. Ugh, the Strice brothers miss them. I am an OG brother here looking for some advice. Okay. I dated my ex Maverick in 2018 for a little over a year. We've both moved on, but I recently moved back to my home state, and we are now pretty good friends again since we run in the same friend groups. I was hanging out with him and my friend Ruth on Saturday at his apartment celebrating my birthday. It was getting late, so I said I was ready to leave, and she got up and said she was going to leave also. He walked us both to our cars, and I drove off. Well, I have Ruth's location, and she actually slept over instead of leaving. I didn't think anything of it at the time since she was drinking, and he told us both we were more than welcome to stay if we needed to. The next day, I was hanging out with my friend Jill when Ruth called her. Ruth said she fucked Maverick and feels icky since they are just friends, but she made Jill swear not to tell me, even though I heard the whole conversation. <laughs> it does bother me that they hooked up since I literally, oh, sorry, it does not bother me that they hooked up since I literally have no feelings for this man anymore, but it does bother me that she is keeping the secret from me. I know it was just a hookup, but we, we, but we have been friends for so long, and I do consider her one of my best friends. Should I call her out and let her know it seems shady? Should I drop it entirely? Am I overreacting since I truly don't have feelings for this man anymore? Okay, this is like infuriating to read because, girl, you are being walked over like a motherfucking doormat. Even if you don't have feelings for this man, the fact that someone you said, I consider her my best friend, slept with a guy you dated for a year, like, that's low-key crazy. And the lying on top of it means she knows it's crazy, and that's why she's keeping it from you. And this girl sounds like a BITC motherfucking H. Like, not your friend. Sleeping with your ex, bad. Not telling you, bad. Yeah. Telling someone else, I mean, like, don't tell... The toaster, like, you're kidding, right? When you put it like that, I do agree. When she wrapped up her her statements, I was like, well, if you don't care, who cares? But, yeah, I guess that's not a best friend. A best friend does not sleep with your ex, no matter whether or not you still have feelings for him. Like, she could sleep with him if they were OTP and they were going to get married and be together right, for years. Right, they have to get years. married now. But just to, like have sex with him your ex like what or maybe that's what people do in this friend group you know no, like i mean sleep with each other you sound so like passe about it i'm like shook because this is like an enormous betrayal even if she had told you straight to your face it's still a betrayal you did it for a year four years ago still but if they're all still friends we don't we can't relate to this if they're all still friends like it means that he's no longer like and he's not an ex. He's just like a friend in the group. Right. You know, he's not like that ex that like we don't see, we don't know. But if she went out and slept with him, that'd be fucking weird. But like. Right. So it sounds like this group is extremely understanding. So the fact that Jill. What's her name? No. Yeah. Jill. Ruth. No, Jill went to Ruth. And if, if it, the group is how you describe it, then she should have had no problem just being up front and telling her that she slept with the, her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. It's reminding me of Vanderpump Rules. Um, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, do you still consider Stassi and Jack's exes? Like if... Now? You know what? No. Like, and if someone... Take Britney out of the equation. Like if later down the line... like Katie. If, so, yeah. But Katie should tell Stassi. Yeah. And not just tell Kristen. And, and if tell Stassi Kristen had not no to tell fe- Stassi. And if, and if 
Stassi had no feelings and like really didn't care, then it wouldn't be an issue. Right. And you don't have feelings for him, so you don't care, but it's still lying. It makes it seem like you're doing something wrong, which I guess you are. Yeah, so what I would say is just keep an eye on that one. Yeah, she's really, she's not like an OG friend, but you know who is? Ruth, letting you listen to the whole conversation. Yeah, there are nefarious things happening. Yeah, Jill is not your girl. No, I think Ruth is a nefarious one. Sorry, yeah, Ruth is the one who fucked... But Jill is Jill is an OG. She's a she goes hard for you because she let you listen to the conversation. Yeah. What are these names? Jill and Ruth. <laughs> All right. Next up, dear Claudia, Jackie, Harry, Bruno, and Theo. Uh, Theo getting shitty billing. Longtime toaster here. First time ever writing in. Over the weekend, my P. John boyfriend and I moved to my hometown in Florida after graduating from dental school. Cute. We've been dating for two and a half years, but we both come from super conservative Christian and Catholic families. For reference, I'm 27 and he's 29, and we don't live. We don't want to live together until marriage. While moving, my sweet, innocent, naive mother-in-law, a mother, mother, who was helping me, found his condoms and discovered them right in front of me. Mind you, they were Magnum XL. <laughs> She looked at me absolutely mortified and then left his apartment immediately. I've seen her since and it's incredibly awkward and I have a huge pit about it. I'm afraid she's going to confront me and I don't know what to say as she definitely had no idea I was having sex or have even had sex. What do I do? Do I pretend she didn't see anything? Do I confront the issue? Do I lie if she asks? Do I tell her that her little girl has grown up and is having amazing sex? <laughs> Please advise as my best friend who's also a toaster said, this one's for Jackson Claude. Sincerely, an incredibly embarrassed toaster. Okay, this was her mom, not her mother-in-law. Her mom, and she's 27, but her parents are like uber, uber religion. I guess they were under the assumption that she would not be having sex till marriage because she's not moving in okay. with him until she's married. Okay, first of all, I would say follow her lead. If she wants to pretend like she didn't see it, you take Great. You count your blessings. Great. And you don't have to have a conversation about it. If she does bring it up, don't lie, because then that means that he's cheating on you with someone else, right. and then he looks bad. Just be honest. Be like, listen, this is the person I am going to be with. I know it's not what you would do, but I do. I feel very comfortable. I'm and old enough to make that decision. We're being safe, Magnum XL. Yes, and I hope that you can understand that. I wouldn't start saying you're having amazing sex. No. No need to, like, you know. I just don't think that's any of your mother's business. Yeah, but just be like, you know, we've, we, we like, I don't know what the truth is, but you could say like we waited a while in our relationship till we knew we were like certain about each other. And though I do like have so much respect for all of the traditional values we were raised with and so many of them I do want, I do incorporate into my own life. Like I am, you know, a modern woman. This is good. And that was something that, that decision that we came to and things are good. I hope it. you can respect it. That's good shit. But agreed on the first part. If homegirl doesn't say anything, you shut the fuck up. Like, Follow her lead. Like, it's awkward. It's not like she's angry at you. Because if she was, she would yell at you. She's your fucking mom. Yeah, but and maybe she's not upset about it at all. But in that moment, it's a lot to process. Okay, yes. Your my little daughter has grown up. Yes, and she probably thought up until this point like that that was not happening. You're so, going to become a dentist. Like, bitch, you can have sex. Right, of course. But let her react in her own time. Yeah. And if, if she doesn't want to talk about it with you, because she, she knows what she needs to know, really. What's, what's the question? Magnum. What's the question? Magnum. <laughs> Magnum. But it, so, but you don't really, have to pretend like you're not having sex, but like you guys don't need to talk about it. Like she knows, great, yeah, move I mean, on. But if she wants to talk about it, just I would come from it, come to it from a respectful POV, considering like you do share a lot of the same values. And you know what? She really can't be mad that you're being extremely safe. Like mm -hmm. she raised a smart, capable, and cautious daughter, and we love that. Yeah, it's honestly a compliment to her. Yeah, to find those condoms. Look what I did. <laughs> I raised a smart, health conscious woman who's going to be a doctor who pulled a magnum <laughs> right 
and her boyfriend's got a big dick. I've never been so proud of my daughter in my entire <laughs> she life. She had to leave because she was overwhelmed, overwhelmed with, with emotion <laughs> and pride. Totally. You did that. Congratulations. Congrats. All right. Our third and final Dear Toasters is an update. So this happened when Taylor Strecker was here. I have the girl submission, but I can give you the... The gist. The gist. Um, she made a new friend with a girl who was... This toaster made a friend, and this girl's great, and she really liked her, but she literally cannot go out to eat with her. Like, she literally eats so aggressively, shoveling, like, a Cobb salad in her mouth with her hands. No. Like, eating, dressing all over her face. She didn't put her napkin on her lap. She was chewing with her mouth open, talking while eating, lettuce flying out of her mouth. She said it was very upsetting, and she was going to overlook it until she started picking up the salad with her hands. Okay. So she didn't know what to do. What was the advice? We said, um, go out for smoothies. No, okay, here, look. So, hi, I wrote into Dear Toasters in late April asking for advice on my friend who's a messy eater. She picked up the Cobb salad with her hands. Claudia and Taylor provided some wonderful advice and confirmed that it was indeed gross. I think we said, like, stop going out to eat with her. Like, why don't you guys go bowling or something? Um, and also, like, maybe go out in a group so that, like, other people can see it and, like, maybe someone else will say something to yeah, her. Yeah, or just order finger food. Right, right. That's good advice. So here's what she did. As disgusted as I am, I've determined that it's not worth ending our friendship over since I really do genuinely like this girl. But I've made it a point to prioritize activities other than eating. We went to a concert recently, for example. I've gotten dinner with her twice since then, and both have been with a big group. So I just sat next to her instead of across from her so I don't have to watch her eating. Mm. Someone in Toast After Dark actually suggested this, and I'm so glad that they did. Our friendship is stronger than ever because of it thanks queens look at this this is what we mean you guys that's excellent advice to sit next to someone yes. like in a booth as opposed to directly across from them because there's no escaping it if you're directly across gorgeous i love that advice and i'm so glad that worked out and you know what like normalize looking past people's flaws because people are complex and people are flawed but on the inside it's it's the good inside that that's what matters of course and that's proverbs john 22 luke 8 5 <laughs> Thank you, Lucas, 12, 16. You're welcome, Sarah, 85. 12. I like Maverick, 20, 30. It's my favorite passage. Uh, <laughs> it's so uplifting. He who shall once love Claudia shall never love again. So motherfucking true. <laughs> um, okay, those were Dear Toasters. Again, if you want to submit, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. That was our show, but if you're looking for more content, join us tonight. Spotify Live, our new show, Breaking Bread, premieres at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. It is a totally live audio show on the Spotify Live app. You can also tune in live on Spotify. Um, make sure to follow our show, Breaking Bread, on Spotify. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Oh. Don't, Wait. don't end. Did we end? Tomorrow's episode is podcast only. Uh-huh. Um, so it'll be up early tomorrow morning. Jackie and Wait. I are both... Oh my God, you scared me. <laughs> I thought you saw like a mouse or something. <laughs> I didn't realize you were mocking me. I should be used to it by now. <sighs> oh my God, my heart actually just stopped. Are you for real? Because you pointed. I thought there was literally a mouse by my foot. Like we live in New York, bitch. Like a roach. No, nothing. Just a dirty carpet. <laughs> and yes, we know the carpet needs to be cleaned. And you know what? We're not doing it. 
um, Thursday. Tomorrow's episode, episode is podcast only, and there's no show Friday and Monday <laughs> of this week and next week. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you for stopping my heart. I have to go to the hospital now. <laughs> have a great day. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, just goodbye, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. Make sure to med- meditate. I, I'll see you tomorrow, yeah. podcasters. Meditate acknowledge the space that you're in and Bryson Strasson. And you'll see them tonight. And I'll see you tonight. I'm bringing Bryson Strasson. Bye. We should have called the show Bryson Strasson. Totally.